0: Welcome to Sober Thoughts. I'm Claire. And I'm Jade. And this is the podcast where we will unpack the craziness that is life. And for today's Sober Thought, we are going to be talking about the craziness that is medicine. All right. So I know at one point
1: in time, y'all have seen that tweet because this went viral like more times than I can count. But... The tweet says, it's like, how does ibuprofen know where we be hurting?
0: It, I have no clue, and it blows my mind every time. Like, how does it just enter our body, and it's like, oh, she's got a oh, headache. Let's go to head. Yeah, and then they just fix it. Well, before we, um, you know, I'm the historian or whatever, so right. I have to bring in a little bit of history before we start. Um, so, like, the first traces of, like, medical practices can be traced back to, like, babylonian ages and Mm -hmm. like china and egypt and india and those were like the most established like far back Mm -hmm. so they're the most oldest and um and like indians introduced the concepts of like medical diagnosis and prognosis and like advanced medical ethics but like even before like the indians did all that um they used to use like herbalism so they used right. to use like plants to and herbs to, like heal people and i mean they they say that this is like prehistoric medicine which you know you've seen those medieval movies where like the healer or the physician of the the town comes in and he like has like some parsley it's like oh, oh yeah this will help your headache <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle oregano <laughs> And just for some fun facts, um, like the first known dentistry dates all the way back to like 7,000 BC and the, um, the first like possible amputation that was like recorded, I guess, was carried out in, um, 4,900 BC. That is just so long ago. (laughs) though. like, but like, I mean, medicine wasn't a thing. But it's kind of common sense because if oh, you some things are calling me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 Jay no no no. But no, but like to them it was common sense. Like if you if your leg is hurt, like if something if a disease is literally eating it alive, your common sense is just to cut it off. I mean I guess, but like if you
1: think about it, like we know going well, they didn't have no like surgical instruments. Yeah, they you couldn't know?
0: sterilize anything. And like, did they use? What did they? use? could? Did they That's have an I'm axe? That's what I'm saying.
1: Like, did they just take a like a <laughs> like an axe and just chop it off? And then, but like, did they even have an axe? Yeah. Like, what did they have? Did they have? They would just use like a rock or something. And like, <laughs> I don't know. And then wouldn't that cause co- that would cause more infection?
0: I mean, I it just feel. says amputation. It doesn't say death. Uh, <laughs> so they no. might. They probably did die after. Right. It. But um, so like the first, and then like the first medical prescriptions like appear in the like Sumerian like all those dynasty ages and stuff. Um so like the symptoms and diseases of a patient were treated through like therapeutic means like such as bandages and herb herbs herbs whatever you want to call it. Um and creams and stuff. Mm. And I always wondered this because like not until recently has there been a lot of like awareness for i guess mental illnesses and stuff. Right. So like how do they treat it back then cuz I know in like in the 1900s era ish, there was, like mental asylums and it was like really big for them to like use like electroshock shock therapy, therapy and, and everything. All that, yeah. So I was just want to know how they treated back then because did they just like look at them like they were crazy or did they actually help them? So, um, mental disorders were actually believed to be caused by like specific deities. So, like, mm. like the gods or whatever that they believed in. Um, so like they believed like the. I guess, the multiple personality disorder. Mm -hmm. I think they thought that... I can't... I don't really know what the god was, but they probably thought it was, like, whatever god was, like, with multiple Wasn't it
1: more like they thought it was, like, demons, though, rather than gods? Like, didn't they think it
0: was, like, an evil being? I mean, yeah, they thought they were evil, but, like, some deities are considered evil. Oh, okay. So I guess, like, deities and demons can, like, go hand in hand. I'm not really sure, like, the religious aspect of that. Yeah. Well, because I just know, like...
1: Multi-personality, to use that as an example, like, I I know I've heard about, like, people with multi-personality disorder. They thought like, like they didn't a demon. They didn't know that it was multi-personality disorder, and, like, people thought it was a demon inside of them, so they would have, like, an okay. exorcism oh, or yeah. something, and then person yeah. would, like, end up
0: dying. Yeah, they thought they thought there was, like, multiple demons in them. Yeah. But, um, so a patient who, like, hallucinated and, like, was seeing, um, a dog was predicted to die. Mm. Like, because they, they, like, kind of translated... Whatever that patient was seeing to like a certain like this is, means you're gonna do this. I guess. Oh, so dr- they were like superstitious. Yeah, so like- yeah. So like I guess like you know in dreams they say like if you're falling you're like you're not in control of your life like they right. kind of translate it yeah. in that. People, people are dream episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Go to our dream episode to check that out. But um, so like this patient who saw a dog, they predicted him to die, whereas like if he saw a gazelle like he would oh, recover gazelle because i guess like gazelles like jump and stuff yeah. so like jump back or jump. whatever <laughs> and um and i also wanted to know i know it's like very common for doctors to misdiagnose patients mm-hmm. so i like well very common is it yeah very very really, common. very like, common it's very common jade really and and like just imagine if they do it so often now and they Imagine have back in the yeah day. and they have all these all these like, like technology yeah, and stuff, equipment like at their hands yeah. and they still do it mm. then like what did they do back then they probably did it all the time so like erectile dysfunction was recognized as being rooted in psychological problems oh don't know how but they used to do that and um you know viagra was like originally supposed to
1: help with like blood pressure or something Oh, and then like in the in the <laughs> clinical trials, they like they're like they saw that it weird. didn't work on blood pressure, but then people kept coming
0: back. To, men kept coming back to get it. I mean, trial and, and then error. they found the medical practices are all about trial and error. I know, but um, but like that just shows like with the misdiagnosis thing, like even like the mental disorders thing, like they, I mean, they misdiagnosed that on a whole nother level because yeah, they weren't even in the right field. <laughs> they they thought it was they thought it was some kind of religious aspect. Not, yeah, not an actual like clinical thing. Okay, so to kind of go off of that, I guess some things that I think were like
1: crazy in the history of medicine is that they used to use like heroin and cocaine as Ooh. like a pharmaceutical.
0: Did they not get, like, addicted?
1: No, okay, so originally they didn't think that it was addictive, but then once they started using it, um, they started using it, heroin in, like, 1898 or something like that, and... Uh, that was recently! Yeah, like, it wasn't that long ago. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, that was that was like
0: recently, recent, recent, recent,
1: yeah. But then, like once they found out it was addictive and everything, the public called for like a ban on it or like. But I mean, people were addicted, so they
0: wanted it.
1: Yeah, and then I mean, it ended up not even happening.
0: Like, do you know what it heals? Like, what it, they used it for?
1: They just used it for like pain. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah, um. So then, in like 1900, is when so like just a couple of years later. Is when like opium and like morphine and everything was like coming in. Yeah, but then they still used heroin and cocaine. But it wasn't until like 1914 or 1915 it was like like, became illegal. Yeah, yeah. So then, but like you said, the people were already addicted to it. Mm -hmm. So of course, so that's that's kind of what's low key. So we can relate this whole drug issue we got going on Mm -hmm. back to medicine. Because this is really what started it. So, like, in the 1930s is when, like, law enforcement started, like, pursuing, like, started fighting the abuse of drugs. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, that that's kind of what started the war on drugs. And now here we are in the biggest opioid crisis in the history of the world.
0: I mean, like, where did... I just want to know how it start? Like, who, like, took heroin or cocaine or whatever and was like, oh, this helps. Like, who had the idea to, like, just take heroin or cocaine? Well... And, who, who had the idea to fry an egg? I you mean, know? it has like, to come from somewhere. It has to
1: come from somewhere.
0: They have to do Somebody it. Somebody did it. <laughs> and it just happened like that.
1: But so I want to talk about um, kind of like how a drug becomes a drug or how medicine becomes medicine, not drug, because we just talked about heroin, so I don't want people to get confused. Okay. But like medicine, yeah, like pharmaceutical drugs. Okay, so I feel like we have this view of medicine as like kind of as it's like magic you know
0: it it like you just you just take
1: it and it fixes whatever most Mm -hmm. of the time right you don't even question it there's like
0: it's literally sometimes when i like get a new prescription or something i see the name and i'm like i'm not even gonna try pronouncing it it's a exactly you don't even know
1: what you have no
0: clue what it is but what you do in the morning take the pill (laughs) like it helps me so i just take it but
1: um I feel like calling it, like, yes, okay, it is, like, magical, I guess, like, it really does, like, you just pop a pill and it fixes whatever, mm-hmm. but I feel like m- calling it magic kind of diminishes what it really is, because there's so much that goes into no, like, medicine what, becoming medicine. Like,
0: what goes into medicine is really the magic. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: Okay, so, like, first, first you have to start with, like, obviously you have to discover it yeah. before you can ever do anything so it's biologists they investigate molecules that cause diseases and everything in the body Mm -hmm. and then it's chemists they are the ones that build molecules that have the potential to become a -hmm. drug yeah and then so they then they both like have to coincide their work and target biomolecules which is like larger cells so it's like the proteins or like cancer cells in the body Mm -hmm. And then they search for the molecules that can disrupt that protein or kill the malignant cell. And... uh, Like isolate it? Yeah. Yeah. And so break it down so that it's not harming your body anymore. Mm -hmm. And then after that... So like, you know how you mentioned like, the herbal remedies and everything is kind of, like, the basis Mm -hmm. of everything. Well, they go back to that. Like, they look in the environment and everything for natural products first before they start using...
0: Like, synthetic.
1: Yeah. Um, so, they look for the natural products and try and incorporate that wherever they can because, obviously, that's, like, healthier for you. Yeah. But, um... So then it so then the drug is tested for effectiveness and potential in a controlled lab setting, mm-hmm. like just on individual cells. Mm-hmm. And so then once it's proven to have some sort of effect or potential to get there, is when they move on to clinical trial, which is tested for effect on humans. Oh, which is that is a whole trial thing. and error,
0: scary. Yeah, Ooh. and
1: like oh gosh, I could just not imagine being a person in a clinical trial. Like, the people that ha- that are in clinical trials, they literally Bold. have, like... They have no other option. Yeah. Though, like, that's their last hope. Like, they've tried absolutely everything, and they're like, okay, well, I'll use th- some experimental drug that yeah. no... Like, we have no idea what the effects are and all this stuff, but, like, I'm just going to risk my life to try this drug. That... I, I can't even fathom that. Yeah, that is so scary, but that's what they do. And so, during a clinical trial, like... The doctor is just monitoring like how the body reacts, whether it's gonna be safe for the what the side effects are too, yeah, for people to use and all that um but just remember at this point, like getting to clinical trial the make creating this drug has already costed billions of dollars, I mean, yeah, like they've already spent billions in pursuit of this cure, or yeah helpful yeah no it's yeah, a cure, whatever. Um, and most, like, a lot, of, I don't want to say most of the time, but a lot of times it don't even work. Like, it yeah. doesn't even get past the clinical trial because it's seen that it's not really.
0: You're right.
1: Yeah. So, it's like, we just, Those we're billions, funneling yeah. all this money into it, but it's, like, not even working sometimes. Yeah. And then, it's crazy because we're constantly discovering new diseases. hmm Okay, so my friend was talking to me the other day about how she had, like, she had strep throat twice within, like, two months of each other. That's close. Yeah, that's (laughs) close, close. But, so, one time she, like, the first time she was prescribed, like, penicillin. And then, like, the second time it was, like, amoxicillin or something. So, she was like, why can't you take, like, why couldn't
0: I just take penicillin again? Yeah, why do they, like, why do they prescribe you two different medicines if it's for the same thing? And it's because,
1: like, once the medicine is in your body, it's, like, the virus is introduced to, like, the chemical makeup.
0: Girl, I got a thing on that, but keep going. Okay. It's,
1: <laughs> it's introduced to the chemical makeup of the drug. So then the virus, like, slowly builds up this resistance to it. So, like, you take all this drug and let's say that, like, there's a little bit of virus left in you. Like, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But themselves cells are... Like they're the they're the supreme, you know. Uh, like yeah. they survived, so they've already been exposed to this. So yeah, maybe sure it hurt them, but it's now they incorporate it into their makeup, so and they, they become resistant. resistant to that drug.
0: So you have to be put on a new one. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, but what I really want to know because I feel betrayed, hurts, <laughs> all the negative connotation words because. I learned recently, not recently, but like in middle school or whatever, when I got my flu shot, they give you the flu. The shot is the flu. They give the Girl, flu. Girl, you to ain't you. know this. I said in middle school, dude. <laughs> but
1: like. It's the dead virus, though. It's a dead virus. It's a dead strain. I know,
0: but how are they going to give it to you? Because I know I get a little sniffle and cough right after I get the shot. And I'm always wondering, like, how, why am I getting this if I just took a shot to not get the flu? But it's cause they put it in you to build up your resistance. I know, but why would they? What happens if they give it to me
1: and I actually get it? No, it's a dead virus, Claire. You can't get it. <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Is it? How do they kill it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so dumb. No, but like, I just feel betrayed, and I still don't know what it means. And they just gave me the flu like that without even asking me. Put it out of You came there for the shot. <laughs> Okay, well, my mom gave it to me without even asking. Oh my me. god! Well, you, you you want Darlene to be an anti-vax mom? Is that what you want? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, actually, I take it back. Thank you, mother, for giving me my flu shot every single year. I will gladly take that. <laughs> I will gladly take that flu. <laughs> yeah, gladly. That, that dead, give me some mo.
1: Yeah, that dead virus. I would gladly take it. All right, so I want to get into kind of the. I mean. That kind of fits perfectly because, like, I want to talk about the purposes of medicine. So, like, you get the vaccine yeah. to, like, prevent yourself from getting the flu, yeah? Yeah. So, like, we get it... We get medicine sometimes. Like, we were just talking about sore throat. So, to fight... it, Because all sore throat is is an infection, you mm-hmm. know? So, an infection is just, like, microorganisms. So, like, a bacteria or a virus that invade your body. So, the medication... It treats the infection by killing the germs or preventing multiplication of the infected cells and like preventing it from growing and all that. So then, but then there's also like more serious things like cancer. Mm-hmm. So, like, we do chemo, radi- chemo radiation to like kill, kill, shrink those cells. Yeah, the chemo and, cells. Or like prevent it from growing and spreading. And then, if you think like, do you take vitamins? Yeah. Okay, so there are a lot of people that take vitamins every single day and then like so technically a vitamin is a medicine it's just giving you what you're deficient in yeah so there okay so medicine is there's one of the purposes of medicine is to replace what you're missing or to give you like what you're deficient in yeah okay so it's like like diabetes
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's a, like that's considered a disease and mm-hmm. it's just you're insulin deficient so like you have an injection of insulin, oh, some like,
0: medicine is just giving you what you don't have
1: or what you need, honestly. Yeah, and or like testosterone, um, but then there's also medicine that changes how cells work.
0: Okay, but like, can I just wait? Hold on. Okay, so I have, I have to take a beta blocker, mm-hmm. which, which means like it slows my heart rate down. Yeah, and it literally it it blows my mind every single day when I take it. Because it in a matter of, like, seconds, I can literally feel my heart slow down. Mm. And, like, it's crazy to feel, A, but B, to think about, like, how a medicine has that much power to, like, yeah. literally slow my heart down. Yeah. Um, but, like, thinking about how much power it has, like, some
1: medicine literally change how cells work.
0: I mean, which that's
1: crazy. Like that's crazy for me. I don't know if like anyone else is like like, kind of blown away by
0: that. How does it like go? I guess to my heart, and it's like, hey, like slow down a little bit. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, okay. okay.
1: So like changing how how cells work. So like let's say you have like inflammation, which is like that's just when it. So the medicine is just going to interfere with the production of chemical substances that are responsible for your pain and swelling. So when Mm -hmm. you take your medication. Like, you take some Tylenol or something Mm -hmm. to stop the inflammation. Yeah. It's literally prohibiting your cells from producing that chemical. Yeah. Or, like, okay, you talked about mental illness earlier. So, like, depression. Depression, like, drugs for depression, they increase an amount of chemical in your brain. Yeah. To a lot. Okay. But, so, now to get in to how... (laughs) How? Okay? Just bring it. Like, how... You say how does it go to your heart. How does ibuprofen know where we'd be hurting? Okay? Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. All right. So, first, obviously, you have to have, like, your administration of the drug. Okay? So, a lot of ways, right? You have your oral. Oral, you just take it. Your injection. Like, Mm -hmm. if you have a shot, get IV or something. And you have, like, drops. Like, eye drops sometimes. Ear drops. Mm -hmm. uh, Skin. Like, creams. Whatever. So, you can, like, administer it in a lot of different ways. And that affects the speed at which okay yeah
0: your does body taking, gets does because i know that like they always said that taking a pill is better than like taking like the medicine like the the liquid medicine because they always as soon as whenever you get to a certain age they like want you to take the pill because as think, soon as you can because i think it maybe it can like hold more medicine i don't know what the reasoning behind that is but I but like it does show that like some things get Faster to others. Yeah, but
1: the the like, the best thing to do is like a shot or like an IV, Oh, okay. because it's like going directly into your bloodstream, which is how medicine gets to like your heart. So like you're okay. Oh. So it's it's called delivery. It's like once you the once the medicine is inside. So in your case, you would take the pill, mm-hmm. and so it's in your stomach. It's it's broken down and digested. So it goes into your bloodstream, which is then administered to
0: your organs and your tissue. Oh, okay. Wait, so like wait, doesn't it go to your stomach then to your liver and your liver like cuz your liver is what brings stuff to your blood? Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So then is when so then the drug starts to perform. So it's, it produces or induces the effects. But you notice that it just goes into your bloodstream and just goes to your organs and your tissues. It doesn't go to one. So like you take ibuprofen oh. for a headache, it
0: goes everywhere. It goes it goes to your toes because everywhere because like sometimes when i do like have a headache and i take iproven for a headache like um i don't let's say my stomach was hurting or something like it fixes that too yeah because
1: it just it's it's in your bloodstream it just goes all over your and body
0: sometimes i feel very like betrayed because i'll take it from my head but it fixes like it fixes my stomach and it doesn't even not touch my. It doesn't even touch my headache. And like <laughs> I, my my stomach, my stomach pains were okay. Like I could handle it. Right. But like my headache was blasting. But somehow. See, the ibuprofen couldn't handle the headache, but it can handle the stomach. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just felt betrayed
1: by that. <laughs> no. Yeah. But so that is that. Okay. I am very very like anyone that knows me good like mm-hmm. knows I'm very weird about taking medicine. Yeah. Like I do not take medicine I unless mean, it's like prescribed to me. It's understandable. Because that freaks me out. Like, I know that it don't be... I be taking ibuprofen for a headache. It don't be going just to my head. It goes and, like, it goes my everything. It goes like, my kidney. And it's, like,
0: it's damaging my tissue. I mean... Where I don't need it to. They... I can't think of what medicine was, but, like, it was one of... Like, honestly, ibuprofen, Advil, and, like, all that is, like, kind of the same. So I can't really remember which one it was. But I know that, like, one of them caused somebody to have, like, a heart attack yeah cause, like, cause like, they if you take so it much, too much
1: and because like I know some people they just be feeling the slightest little pain and they're like oh Tylenol okay, oh okay.
0: okay don't talk so loud Jay <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't, no don't that'd be my me. dad though like every time like we'll leave the gym and I'll be like I'm like man like my arm's kind of sore or something he'll be like he like oh you can take some Advil when we get home and I'm like, my arm is just sore from working out. Like, what do you... Why do you want me to pop pills all the time?
0: No, I mean, I take... I'm I'm one of those. Like, I'm like, oh. Like, I'm kind of uncomfortable right now. Maybe See, no. I will it. be like... I will be
1: dying, curled up in the bed with a headache. It won't okay. take nothing. Like, I, I just don't like it. Because, okay, let me tell you. What all started that... Because I used to be like... Because I used to play soccer. I played soccer for like eight years when I was younger. So, like, obviously... I would be hurting.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I would get
1: myself hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I used to be fine. Like, I would just take some ibuprofen, whatever. But it all started 10th grade, sophomore year.
0: Oh, was, you know the, you know I the know. day. I know. I remember
1: the day. <laughs> I do. It was... I was in math class. I was in geometry. Geometry. <laughs> and I don't know why, but we were doing some math problem that had to do with the half-lives of medicine. Oh. Okay? Okay. And my teacher miss hayes she goes and she says she says you know if you like a, she was explaining what a half-life is even though we had already learned that in biology or whatever mm-hmm. um she was like what a half-life is is just like it just breaks like it literally just breaks down like half and half and half but she says like if you think about it it can always be split into half Like, it'll forever be split into half and split into half and split into half. It'll never be fully gone. So, every medicine you've ever taken is still in your body because it's just breaking down half and half and half and half and half. So,
0: everything I've taken has, like, stayed in me? That's what she said. And it
1: freaked me out. Like, I understand that it's literally the most minuscule amount ever. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, it's, like, 10 to the negative, like,
0: Billion, Yeah. But it still still... played a mental game with me. No, I mean, like, no, that would freak me out, too. I'm still going to take it. But that's still... (laughs) That freaks me out a
1: little bit. And I don't even know if that's, like, 100% true. Because, Mm -hmm. like, I also read this thing about, like, elimination of the medication. It's, like, your body washes out the waste that's produced by medicine and the medicine. So, I don't know if that's necessarily true, Mm -hmm. but it did a mental number on me. Well,
0: I mean, like, it can, like, damage like medicine sometimes can like it's fixing it's fixing something yet it can damage and i get like just when you said that it kind of clicked in my brain like the picture of like like when someone smokes and like their lungs are destroyed Mm, yeah like they can stop smoking that doesn't mean that their lungs are going to be back right but like i guess that's the same as medicine claire i was literally (laughs) thinking about that last night like i was like isn't it
1: so sad that someone can like stop smoking and then
0: years later they develop lung cancer yeah like they try and like they try they were trying but it's like still there and they can't help it but like I guess like taking multiple medications can kind of go along with like like earlier when you said heroin like it can become addictive at some point yeah and um and like whenever you stop i like i don't do this but like i know if i've read of people like who take ibuprofen and advil so much that literally if they don't take it they'll get a headache or they'll get something yeah like your
1: body becomes dependent on it it's just like it's
0: just like any other thing that you have like every single
1: day Mm -hmm. or like often enough your body becomes dependent on it Mm -hmm. it's literally like everything is a drug if you think about it
0: I mean, if you, if, if you're like, if the medicine is literally giving your body something it's needing and then it's taken away from it, like all of a sudden, like, okay, for example, like I really, like my body needs salt. Like I Mm -hmm. really, I need salt. Um, And so when I was little, I would put salt on literally everything. Like you name it, I put salt on it. Mm. And um, I'm trying to think of crazy things i put salt on. But like they're so normal to me now. I don't. I. I don't. I can't think of one. Would you put it on like in. a banana? Oh yeah, I do Oh, that. Stop. <laughs> no. N- but it tastes good to me. I <sighs> love. Like I love salt for oh, some gosh. reason. And my mom, like when I was little, and like everyone around me, she would always be, tell you. She stuff. would. Yeah, she would be like Claire. No more salt. Cause like I would put some like a lot. Like on my dinner or whatever, I'll put some on, and then I'll eat like the top layer or whatever, and then I'll put more on. Cause mm. I just need to share the level of it, and um. But, like, when we finally found out that, like, I needed salt, Mm -hmm. my, like, it was my body literally saying, I need salt. Yeah. And so, like, I guess medicine, whenever it gets that one thing it needs, it just, like, tries to, like, hold on for dear life to, like, keep what it needs. So, I guess it just keeps reminding you, like, hey, I need that. Yeah. In order to survive. (laughs) But, I mean, like, I guess the dependent factor comes on, like, with the heroin and the Advil and like yeah, and nowadays it's like opioids because you yeah. know we're in like a huge
1: yeah opioid crisis right now. But like people just become they'll get like pain medication after mm-hmm. like a car accident or and they're something. like oh my
0: god I'm not in pain anymore or your body's like oh my yeah. god yeah and they don't take they don't
1: take it when they need it they mm-hmm. take it because they have it yeah and then it becomes an issue. It's like a
0: pre like they're trying not to get the pain so they just yeah. take it yep. ahead of time. Which, I mean, is a bad thought, but, like, if you, if it's, like, severe pain, like, you might, like, people will probably take anything. Yeah, but it's just such a slippery slope, and that's Mm -hmm. why, like, doctors, they just have to be careful when
1: they be prescribing stuff nowadays, Mm -hmm. because.
0: I know, and, um, and it's very, like, smart, I guess, for them to, I was thinking about this the other day, like, prescriptions and stuff, Mm -hmm. like, it will say on the bottle, like, refill at this date.
1: Oh yeah like and you're not allowed to get it before then And like anything Mm -mm. like i remember my friend christian he lost his adhd medicine Mm -hmm. and he had like a job interview that weekend and he was like and he had like just gotten it refilled like a week ago and so he was like i cannot go to this job interview unmedicated Mm -hmm. and but like he could not get a refill like he was like going to his doctor and like going to the, the pharmacist and like everything but it was so it was like such a process
0: And they probably had to like make sure that he didn't have it, like he didn't actually have. Yeah, but like, how can you prove that? You know. Yeah, and even like with the doctors who prescribe the medicine, like, have you ever thought, like, we don't even question doctors. Like, doctors are literally human beings. Like, they are like us. Right. So like, they make mistakes just the same as us. They do all this. Yeah. Yet we trust them with our Our life. life. Yeah, literally. But, um, just to ease, just to ease everyone's, um, emotions a little bit, I just want to, I just want to note that the earliest, like, doctors were women. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, which makes sense, because, like, mother, like, the mother, like, everyone knows, like, when you're sick, your mom takes care of you. Yeah, and everyone knows women are just more intelligent, so it was just bound to. I mean, it was (laughs) bound to happen, but, like, we know this because, like, a nearby tomb in, like, what is now Egypt revealed like the image of merit pa i think that's what her name was Mm. um but she was basically the first female doctor known by name and she lived approximately in 2700 bc Mm. but like the hieroglyphics and whatever describe her as like the chief physician so i'm assuming that meant like she was like head honcho So you're telling me that the craziness that is medicine, or or should I say like the magic that is medicine, isn't that it's magic per se? That it's just science that's like built up over time to provide us with things that our body needs and like that is deficient in, in a way. Exactly. So it really is no wizardry or nothing. Like it don't just be
1: it, knowing where you're hurting, it doesn't come. It, just, it doesn't come from just the air. science. It doesn't come from air to your body. It comes from the to lab. the healing. It,
0: period, there it is. Period.
1: <laughs> Today's riddle is: What game do you play if you don't take care of your
0: teeth? And if you want to know the answer to this, um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at SoberThoughts.podcast and we'll post the answer within 24 hours. Or if you, yep. or if you're listening like later on. It will be in our highlight section. And that's it for today's Sober Thought. So we will most definitely see you next time with a new Sober Thought. We are gonna hit you with it. New craziness. That's right. And a new thought process. Don't you doubt it.
1: And if you enjoyed this, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Don't do it. You do not want to. Nope. So we will see you next time, Sobros. Bye.